And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to review and discuss a Western. We don't see many Westerns anymore. This one is called Cowboys and Aliens. Mm -hmm. And if that gives you half an idea about what this (laughs) film is about, you'll get it. It stars Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford, among other people. And it's about a man a cowboy named Jake Lonergan, played by Daniel Craig, who wakes up in the middle of the desert. He doesn't remember who he is, what he's done, why he is there, or what happened to him. And his job at the beginning of the film is to find out what he has done. He is attacked by outlaws almost immediately and we see that he is a very tough guy. Oh, isn't he though? He also sports a very large silver bracelet that he cannot remove from his wrist. Yes, he has no idea what it is. He beats at it with a rock. (laughs) He can't figure out what it is, but he learns very, very quickly because he makes his way into this little dusty cow town that is run by a rather mean, brutal cattle baron named Woodrow Dollarhide. And that is played by Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. So you have these two big stars who are facing off against each other. And you think, oh, this is going to be interesting, especially because Harrison Ford's character has a rebellious and very, very unpleasant son. He's a nut job. Yes. I would say. (laughs) Percy Dollarhide, played by Paul Dano. So you think... This is all going to be about a guy who comes into a town and takes it over and does things. But it doesn't quite work out that way because suddenly this town is attacked by aliens. Right. A spaceship suddenly appears in the far distance and all of a sudden people are suddenly swooped up including the character played by Paul Dano, yes. and we don't see him again, thankfully, for the rest of the movie <laughs> until the finale. But many of the townspeople are picked up by some unseen rope or something that comes out of the spaceship, and then these townspeople disappear. And, of course, the landowner, as you mentioned, Mr. Dollarhide and Jake try to figure out how to save the rest of the town, and then they end up eventually joining forces with a bunch of Apaches because they're all trying to struggle. You know, this may be, for me, one of the worst movies of the year. I didn't like the Cowboys. I really couldn't stand the aliens. The only bunch that I really cared for, quite honestly, were the Apaches. Now, directed (laughs) by John Favreau and written by, count them, five writers it took to put this crazy and inane script together based on a comic book. For me, Cowboys and Aliens sounds like fun, but within five minutes of the movie, the fun is out of the window. There is no energy in this movie. It is joyless. And I will say, and I think you will have to agree, this is a movie that could have been fun like Men in Black. But no, this movie takes itself so seriously. They really are fighting aliens. And hello, there are no aliens. These are like oozing insects that come down and try to scare people. Oh my goodness, this is the silliest movie. Um. And I really couldn't stand Harrison Ford's character. You know, whatever happened to that charming Harrison Ford? You remember the one that was in Working Girl and all the Indiana Jones movies? All of a sudden, he's grumpy, he's grouchy, he snarls, he growls, he scowls, and that's all he does for the two 
interminable hours of this film. Okay, I disagree with almost everything you said, Anne. All right. I liked this film very, very much. I love Westerns anyway. I knew that I was going to see something very different when I walked into the theater. I mean, what's the title? So I wasn't disappointed by it. I was really involved in the whole plot. I started to like the characters. There's some very good actors in this film. Keith Carradine plays the sheriff. Olivia Wilde, very beautiful young woman, plays Ella. My problem with that is that she is so beautiful and nobody in this town ever looks at her twice. And I don't know why that is, but of course, Daniel Craig does. But that's a different story altogether. We don't know what planet or where this girl comes from. She suddenly appears. We don't know whether she's from this alien group or whether she's from a human group. And I will also add, there are several flashback sequences that are supposed to interpret and help you understand the picture. They don't do any of it. They just muddy up what is already one of the stupidest ideas. The two concepts didn't work together. It did for me. Oh, come on. That's silliness here. I didn't think it was silliness. Immature. I thought it was a fantasy. Hey, listen, you know, Wizard of Oz was a fantasy. I accepted that immediately. Well, The Wizard of Oz started out to be a fantasy. This movie tries to marry the reality of what is a very raw, authentic part of Americana, the Hollywood Western. And then they try to stick into that a science fiction movie that doesn't dance right with the Western. It fights each other. It just doesn't fit. It did for me. Listen, if you're looking for a great Western like The Searchers or High Noon or Shane, you're not going to get it. That is not what this movie is. But I think that on the level of enjoyment, on the level of suspense, on the level of the excitement and craziness... What suspense? I was in suspense. All right. I was in suspense. I wanted to know what was going to happen to all these people. There are characters that I was caring about, like Keith Carradine, who played Sheriff John Taggart, and, of course, Olivia Wilde, who plays Ella, and they keep disappearing. (laughs) There's another moment in this movie that was very, very bothersome to me, and that's when the spaceship finally goes up in flames, and I don't care if I ruin this for people. That's a spoiler here. But when that spaceship finally explodes, the white smoke that comes from that explosion is a very eerie and serious reminder of the Challenger flight. And I hated that sequence. And it made me angry that they would put that at the end of this movie. I thought everything about the picture was wrong. Okay. I'm calling it a misfit, a misstep, a misconception, a mistake, and a misfire. For me, you can miss this movie altogether. Obviously, it's a red light for me. Well, it's a green light for me, Anne. This is a good Western. You accept the fact that it's going to be cowboys and aliens. Actually, it's cowboys versus aliens. I enjoyed the film. I had a good time with it. It is not a great film. I think it's a very good film if you're into this kind of thing. What is it? It's a sci-fi Western, and it did work for me. Okay. So let's just accept the fact that there's a red light and a green light for cowboys and aliens. Well, we're going to do another movie for you very, very soon. We look forward to that. We hope we agree a little bit more, Anne and I, than we do on this one. But even if we don't, what the heck? Because Greenlight Reviews hopes that whether you agree or disagree with your friend that you go to the movies with or with us, you're going to have a great time the next time you sit down with your popcorn, lean back, relax, and enjoy the movies. Hi, I'm Christina Yerling Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. 
Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically, or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.